What is going on? Yo, yo, welcome to the Joel Friday TV podcast. I am Joel Friday. Bienvenido. Welcome to the show here. It's another Tuesday. Can you guys see me? Let me just make sure it all looks good. YouTube looks good. We're live on Instagram as well. We've been going live on Instagram for the past few weeks here. And I just want to say shout out to the Instagram uh, watchers, watchers and, listeners. and listeners. What's up, What's y'all? up y'all? How you doing? How you doing? What I want to do, do is um, put the put call, the call in number, in number there. there so you guys, so you guys can, call can call in, in on Instagram. Instagram. And I'm sure, and I'm I, sure can I can pin that. Pin that. Um, so, so you can't, you can't call, call in. in. Amazing. Amazing. So let's so get let's right, get right into, into it. it. Topics, Topics to be covered, to be covered today. today. What did we talk about last week? You guys remember? Hey, Bill. Hey, Bill. Um, Bill is Bill the engineer, engineer here. here. Um, what do we, we talk about, about last, last week? week? That, that is, is amazing. amazing. Uh, uh, we, went we went into the only, the only purpose, purpose of the Bible. Of the Bible for one, for that's one, what that's we, talked we talked about last week. And it was, and very, it was very interesting, interesting because, because I just basically talked, talked about how, how uh, when I when used, I to, used read to read the Bible heavily, um, it only, it only caused, caused. It was, it was good. good. Like, I, like learned I learned some things, things from, from it. it. Um, but um, for but one, for I one, became a Bible thumper, and for two, it created an expectation over my head to try to live a certain way, and I would feel guilty and condemn myself when I didn't live up to the standard. So um, the Bible itself is not the thing we need to be worried about. It's not that it's wrong to read it, and it's okay to pick it up, and and you know look at it here and there, but we want to go within and find God within. So that way, when the truth comes up, it comes up from our our word, our personality, and not quoting the scriptures and sounding like the Bible because then people feel all weird and uncomfortable. You know what I mean? And you can still be real. So if you missed that, we talked about that last week. We really got into the purpose of the Bible, the whole thing. So you can podcast that and uh, watch that later, okay? But today, uh, today's topic, I wanted to get into um, why the world today hates Jesus, okay? I wanted to get into that, why the world today hates Jesus, and among some other things, but that's the, mainly the thing. And um, when it comes to the world itself and when it comes to politics, a whole bunch of different things. I kind of want to get into when it comes to that. So why the world today hates Jesus. We're getting into that today. But before we do that, you know what you got to do. Hit that like button, smack it, lay the smack down on the like, subscribe, and share button. Tell your peoples, 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 peoples about the show so we can get the subscribers up and the message out. Amazing. Not only on YouTube, but on Instagram as well. Okay? Also, you can call in. It is a talk show. You can call in and we can talk about these issues. Or if you have any questions or comments or you just want to get in there, you can call in at 888-775-3773 and we can have a conversation. We can argue. We can fellowship. I'm here for it all. All in the name of Jesus, right? Amazing. Um, if you can't call in because you're busy or it's, it's, new, it's 11 o'clock a.m. on a weekday, but you have a question or comment, or you just want to support the show financially, you can send a super chat. A super chat. And the the 
where you can do that is by going to the chat box and you look by the little message box and you can send a super chat there with your comment or question. I will read it live on air or you can donate a donut. I have it tagged. It is called uh, buymeacoffee.com slash Joel Friday TV. And there you can buy a donut or multiple donuts in the form of um, a a donation. And from there, I could read the questions or comments. Amazing stuff. Amazing. Last announcement, I'm on all podcast platforms, the audio versions. So if you can't watch it on video, you can catch it on audio. Uh, Tune in. SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. I'm on all those joints. So you can listen to the show, not live, but past episodes. You can listen to it, and um, you have that option as well. Amazing. I think I covered everything. So let's get into the topic. What's up, chat, YouTube chat? How are you guys? All is well. Amazing. Instagram chat, how y'all? This is cool. I got two screens here, the Instagram and then the YouTube chat. So we're rocking. Um, so I also have some clips that I want to play for you guys here shortly. And then from there, we can rock and roll. Let me see. Bow, bow, bow. Boom. So, um, okay, you know, why the world today hates Jesus? Um, I was just thinking because, um, we're really in like a very emotional time. We live in a very high emotional state right now. And I don't mean state as in California. I mean like a state of being. It's a very sensitive, very emotional type of state that we live in today. It's very interesting. And like you can't say certain things because you might hurt people's feelings and you might get canceled. You might lose your job. You might all this stuff because... Um, if you say something that's offensive, you might hurt somebody's feelings. And obviously we know that it always used to not be like, be that way, but it's gotten worse and we've, we've come to accept these things. And then there's people who are afraid to speak their mind because they don't want to lose things. But it, it brought to the point of why the world hates Jesus. And I'm going to tell you why. Because loving God, right? Loving God um, steals your plans. And this is why, this is why the world doesn't like God. And, and nobody will actually say to you, they may not actually like, oh, there's, is, there's an echo. No. Can you guys hear me? Is there an echo still? Can you hear me? Chat, do you guys hear an echo or am I coming through clear? 
Instagram, is there an echo? Or am I coming through clear? I'm good? Okay. Um, no echo. Okay, cool. Let me get back to it. So, um, yeah, nobody will outright tell you that they hate God, right? And some people might. Some people might. Um, there's people out there who believe they do. Um, but nobody's going to outright say, I hate God or um, I reject uh, God's way or all that. No one's going to actually say that, but it doesn't mean that it's not true just because they say that. And people will also say, I love God. You know what I mean? I love God's way, but uh, but in, internally hate God. And I'm going to explain that because in some form or another, if you look at yourself, um, you can see if this is true or not. So when I explain this, do we need to do our best to keep our eyes on ourselves as I explain this, okay? And I'm going to tell you why I believe the world hates Jesus today. It's because loving God steals your plans, right? Everybody wants to have a plan. Everybody wants things to go as planned. And when things don't go as planned, we're upset, right? But God doesn't do plans. Day-to-day plans, fine. But God doesn't do long-term plans like that because that's not, that's not God's will. That's not faith. So loving God steals your plans, and people don't like that. Loving God steals your desires, right? The things that interest you, the things that you want, the things you want, right? Loving God steals that away, so people don't like that, right? They don't like to accept that. Loving God steals your false happiness, right? The things that make you excited, make you feel good, uh, whether it's a relationship, money, sex, cars, drugs, clothes. You know what I mean? All those things that make you feel good, uh, that make you feel happy from, loving God takes that feeling away. And people don't want that. Why is that? And I was just thinking, and just thinking, and squint my eyes like this. And I was like, oh, this makes sense. Is that because the ego is everyone's favorite drug, right? The ego is everyone's favorite drug because obviously, as we all know, emotions make us feel some type of way. So we obviously hate the ones that make us feel bad, but we love the ones that make us feel good. And the ones that make us feel good and bad, we're addicted to. So we don't want to take that away. But loving God, you can't, you can't love God fully and walk in perfect peace and still uh, be addicted to the ego. And... Um, I wanted to bring this, I wanted to talk about this because I'm on Instagram and I'm on TikTok and you see a lot of stuff on there. Lord have mercy. And I love it because it's such a reflection of um, the world and you don't have to technically always be out and about to see it. You can see it like at all times. And that's kind of cool. And I was on TikTok, and um, as I'm scrolling like this, you guys know how it goes. And um, 
scrolling past a couple crazy things. <laughs> but I see, like, often, a lot. I see girls on TikTok crying, like, full-blown tears bursting out about over the relation over their relationship whether they got heartbroken their past relationship over a boy or whatever full-blown tears like looking like suicide is right at the end of the video looking crazy and of course they have the sad music behind it and all that stuff and um, if you have those emotions and you're feeling those emotions, you're, you're feeling for the, for the girl. You're like, oh, that is so sad. And you, especially when you look at the comments, right? That is so sad because they're going through this. And wow. And this is grown women, right? You obviously see a lot of teenagers on there doing that. And you can excuse it because they're teenagers trying to figure themselves out, right? But I'm talking about grown women, and they're crying with the sad music. They hit record like this. They hit record. And then as soon as they hit record, the tears pick up heavier. Right? And, um, you know, they're online doing that. And then they're playing the sad music. And then I'm reading the comments. And the comments are like, even worse. The comments are like, wow, this is so sad. And this is... Um, uh, she needs help. If you need help, you need to call this number. Da da da. Right? Just giving into it. And I thought that was so interesting because I don't want to discredit. Now, I say this, I don't want to say that these people aren't really going through things. And I don't want to call them out as being liars, right? But they're not totally honest. And then the people who are watching these videos, Keep in mind that they took the time to record. They took the time to edit. They took the time to make sure those tears were on point when they hit record. And I say all this to say is that, yes, maybe they may be depressed, right? But I say that to say that they love it. That's why I said the ego... Um, is a drug because they love the the pain. They love the toxic relationship. They love that because they get a high from it. They feel good for it. And everybody in the comments like, that is so sad. If I can see you, I will hug you. They don't want that hug. They want that comment. They want that attention. So they post a video and they put the sad music, and they start crying, and then the video goes viral. I'm, I'm talking about millions of likes, millions and millions of likes. There, it's for attention. And if they were really going through that, if they were really going through something, if they were really going through something, you don't have any desire to want to post it and let everybody know you're going through it. Because that takes too much energy. You know what I mean? But the point is they're addicted to the roller coaster of emotions. You know what I mean? And at some point we all are, we all have been addicted to the roller coaster of emotions, or we are addicted, right? Because it gives a sense of satisfaction. So I wanna say this, and then I'm gonna get to some calls. 
and then uh, maybe read some comments. But um, people in abusive relationships as well, everybody wants to feel bad, right? And some people are in certain situations and blah, 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 and they need help. So I'm not discrediting anybody, but I'm just calling what I, what I believe, what I see to be true, is that people in abusive relationships and then all their friends say, you got to get out, you got to leave. And the family says, you got to get out, you got to leave. But they're like, no, I love him. I got to stay. They stay because they're addicted to the conflict. They're not a victim. They actually love to pretend they're a victim. That's why they stay in these abusive relationships. Even they know they can get out. They know they can leave, but they don't want to leave. Because it feels good to be a victim. And everybody just praise you like a victim. And then what they're doing is really praising the Satan that's inside of you. But it's just crazy because I look at the comments and everybody, that's what everybody does in the comments. That is so sad. No, it's not sad if they're on Instagram, on TikTok, crying. 90% of that ain't real. They just want attention. So people in abusive relationships, oftentimes they want to be there. And if, and if they stay, they want to be there. People in toxic relationships, if they stay, they want to be there. I hear artists, music, musicians, they have albums of heartbreaks, heartbreak songs, one after another, one after another. And they're like, I hate this. When am I going to meet the one? But why do you have 40 songs about heartbreak? At that point, you love the heartbreak. You love the conflict. Or maybe you love the money that you make from singing about the heartbreak. Whatever. But we got to stop feeling bad for people. Because people want, people bring this on themselves for one. And for two, people love it. They're not a victim. So, um... That's one example of how people hate Jesus, how they hate God, is because um, they don't want to get over their, um, they enjoy the roller coaster of emotions. They enjoy it, right? So you got to let them enjoy it. And eventually, um, and that goes for all of us, everybody. Let us suffer and die, right? Because eventually you'll get over it. Or, or you'll just stay there. But that's one example. The second example, I'm going to be quick. Am I, Am I making sense here, chat? Let's see, Instagram. Am I making sense, Instagram? They're saying I can't hear anything. Dang, I wonder Instagram. Can somebody see if Instagram is working out there for me? Cause I don't think that it is. Anyway, I gotta move. I gotta keep going. It's working. Oh, okay. Okay. So I guess people could hear. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Um, another example of people hating Jesus is um, people in politics. Man, a lot of people. It's a little bit loud over there. 
Cool. A, a lot of people in uh, politics hate Jesus. Most people in politics actually hate Jesus. And I'm going to tell you why. I want to get into it. Is um, because people love, they love to fight. There's people, and there's a time to fight, right? There's a time, there's a time to, um, where you have to fight, right? But people in politics love um, to fight too much. And what happens is, People will pick a side and then judge the other side. People in politics do this. And people in politics got this bad. There's also political rappers, too. That's a new thing. Like uh, MAGA rap and, like, politics rap. I don't know what they call it. But they love to do this a lot. They love to pick a side and then just bash the other side and just judge the other people. Why? Roller coaster of emotions. It feels good, right? But politicians, people in politics, they especially love the thrill of emotions. They love the thrill of emotions because it's fighting, it's war, I'm better than you, uh, we do things better, this is competition. They love the thrill of emotions, so they go at it. Debates, all this stuff. And I've been, like, amongst it a little bit for the past, like, five, six years, meaning, like, learning all the politics, learning some, some things about politics and uh, hearing different perspectives and going to different events and just being around it, following different people on social media and just watching, right? Because I don't know too much. So I don't really... Um, like to pretend that I do, but I'll just be a fly on the wall. And I realized this thing, I realized this, is that the most rejected voice is the moderate voice, especially when it comes to politics. The, the most rejected voice is the person that, um, like, plays the fence, like, the, that gives, like, a, 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 has, like, a nuance to their approach. And you know what they call those people in the Bible? The moderate, the, per, 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 the, the person that um, doesn't choose a side. Do you know what they call those people? And I'm not saying choose a side as like Republican or Democrat. Like you can vote a certain way and pick a side like that. But I'm talking about spiritually. Like you could be a Republican and still not spiritually pick a side, right? Or a conservative. But I'm saying, like, a person who is not, like, fighting for one side or fighting for another. Do you know what they call that person in the Bible? They call those people the peacekeepers. But I've realized that people in politics especially, people in the world in general, but in politics especially, don't like the peacekeepers. Right? They want people to pick a side because it serves their agenda. Like, it, it makes them feel better if you're on a side because they want to fight you. They want to fight. And that's why the world is so jacked up now. It's because most people in, the, in politics 
in the government, they enjoy fighting more than they enjoy a solution, fixing problems. They like to fight, point the finger, rather than actually getting things done. Right? So the most rejected voice is the moderate. And I realized that this, too, is because, like, um, yeah, you're not looked upon as a good person, uh, like a, a normal person, if you um, agree with the enemy. And I realized, too, that the reason why people do reject um, the peacekeepers and the moderate opinion and that I agree with both of you, you know what I mean? It's because the truth brings that roller coaster to a stop, to a halt. And nobody wants that. You're actually looked upon as weak and scared if, if you um, agree with both sides. You know, and people have told me, like, you can't agree with him. You can't agree with that. And I'm like, why not? It's because they identify with gay. They identify with Democrat. They identify with Republican. So you can't agree with them. That means that you're gay. That's really how they, they don't say that, but that's really what they, that's the energy they give you. You know what I mean? As if the gay person don't have no, uh, nothing they can teach you. No knowledge, no nothing. I learn from everybody. And I don't say that to brag or nothing because that's not even like a bragging point. But I learn from everybody. The gays, the Democrats, the Republicans, the Christians, the atheists, the everybody. You know what I mean? Because everybody has something that they can offer. So take the good with the bad. Get ready to throw away the bad and take the good with the bad. Everybody got something to offer. That's why everybody's on earth. Everybody got something to offer. So I learned from everybody. Um, I don't want to harp too long on that topic, but I just want to say, um, I want to say this is, because I have a clip to where, um, let me see what the calls are looking like. Let me see. I do have a caller. Uh, there are lines open. There are lines open at 888-775-3773. If you want to conversate about the topic at hand or any other topics, you can call in, uh, whether it's on Instagram, uh, or whether the people on Instagram want to call in or YouTube Live, anyone, anybody. 888-775-3773. Um, I am going to get to a clip, but first I'm going to take a call. And then... Um, We'll go from there. Manuel is a first-time caller out of Massachusetts. Manuel, welcome to the show. You're on the air, man. Hey, what's going on, Joel? How's it going, Manuel? All is well. Right How on. about you? Pretty <laughs> All is well. So, so, I got two questions. Yeah. Uh, so, I watched the Jesse Peterson show. Right on. And I always notice every... Yeah, for sure. Uh, always. And I watch Bond. But um, 
I always notice, like, every time Justin Lee says your name, why did he say e black at the end? <laughs> <laughs> Is that like an inside it, joke? It, it's an inside joke. It's been, um, it's been so long that he's been saying that that I almost forgot what it was. I think it was because in the very beginning, <laughs> now that I remember, I think it's in the very beginning when I was new to where I was an audio engineer before uh, Hassan was and then another guy before Hassan. I was an audio engineer. And uh, when I first got here, I knew nothing about engineering at all. So I was brand new. And I would mess up a lot. I would hit the wrong button. I would forget to put Jesse's mic on. All kinds of crazy stuff. So <laughs> Jesse was like, you black. And then it just kind of, it just stuck. I think something has to do it like that. And then it's been, he's been saying it ever since. He don't never let it, he don't ever let me live it down. <laughs> I always, yeah, I always wonder why he always said that. Especially, um, cause like the first time I heard it, I was like mad confused. I was like, why does he keep saying that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one in Arkansas and all those. Jesse will not. He'll, he'll, ne- he'll never forget. <laughs> that's 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 hilarious. But yeah, my second question is like, so I watched your show, um, the last episode, right? Yeah. Like was because this is the forty first one, I think. I'm not sure. I gotta like look at it again. But like, I yeah. I noticed that you talked about the the word the word. And, um, yeah, and, um, it was, like, you were, like, talking about, like, it's not the word of God. I just want to, like, further, like, know, like, why do you, like, think that? Because, like, didn't you do, like, Bible studies before and stuff and go to, like, churches and stuff to, like, learn about it more? Yeah, I used to study, I used to study the Bible, like, heavily. Well, real quick, I'll answer that, but what do you think, what do you think the the Bible is? How do you view it? Uh, like I like so I I view like everybody's standpoint because I love what we were saying before about like learning from everybody yeah. and about politics and about social media and stuff which I think obviously if you're on social media like trying to make people feel bad for you you're obviously you know it it is an ego trip thing for yeah. sure yeah I'll my mind about that especially with like marriages and stuff like how nowadays we're well like. Cause I used to be in a relationship with um, this woman, and like she'll show me like things from TikTok about like married like married couples and oh, stuff, yeah, and yeah, she would yeah. like be like she'll be like, hey, we should do this and yeah. stuff, and I'm like, why, why don't you just like, why don't you just like, why don't we just do things on our own instead right. of like, you know, like instead of like looking at other people, I think it's kind of like. I don't know. I just saw it as weird. I just never. I don't have the word for it. I know. But what I just you mean. felt like I know. Exactly you know, what like you mean. it just like I. I didn't feel like it was like like I had to go follow somebody else. I didn't have to go on my own doing doing thing. Go, but we I, that we split apart a long time ago. But yeah, yeah. Like, anyways, back to the topic. Like, yeah. So I don't know. Like, I I do like like I personally do think like the Bible. Like, I'm in this band still where I, I think it's, like, a guide in life. Okay. But I but I do I do kind of feel like we shouldn't, like, follow it to a T, because I know a lot of Christians now, they, like, follow, like, they're like, oh, I, we got to follow the Bible. If we don't, we're disobeying God. And, yeah, I just, like, so I'm, like, kind of, like, on a standstill about that, because I know you and Jesse talked about it a yeah. couple times last time I checked. 
and like i don't know well how does like, it how does it when you're reading it and you're um you know you're doing your thing what do you get from it what do you get like how do you feel about it when you're reading it um when i'm reading it i i get like i don't know i feel like kind of you know what that what conviction is how they explain it nowadays right right like right. you know like stuff like that because like give me i know a- that i'm Give me an example of what you mean by conviction. Like, what do you well, feel? Well, like, well, like, I feel like, um, just like a nobody and stuff. Like, I feel like I'm not really like good enough for uh, God, in a way, because like I, I've been reading it lately, and I've been like studying it. And do you know about like theology and stuff? Like Reformed theology, like no. the Trinity. Well, I don't believe in the Trinity. No. You don't do the theology? No, I've never heard of reform. No. No? Oh, well. I, like, study theology. Okay. Cause I, I so, like, like it's like a, it's like a meeting towards what the Bible, like, what God, I guess, like, would be and so, what God does. So who interprets that, so, though? Who interprets the, the theology? Is it somebody who's, who's interpreting the Bible? It's, yeah, I mean, yeah, like, um, Bible scholars and stuff from back, back in the early church days. Oh. And, like, you know, like, they, like, that's why we have so many denominations, because of that, correct? So you go... Do you believe that, at least? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you go, you, like, uh, you, you read, you study the theologians who, who study the Bible, that type of thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, I in get way, it. Yeah. And what do you mean by and really quick, and then I'll answer. What do you mean by uh conv- conviction? Like what it, when you say conviction, I still don't know exactly what you mean because people mean that word different differently. But what do you mean by you get a conviction when you read the Bible? Like what do you get? Like I get like like a feeling like I have to like change like my life oh. to live for God truly like that like because I feel like. Cause there's, there's been times where, cause like fall, I fall short or whatever. Yeah. Like I fall short of the glory of God. Yeah. And I read Bible verses like if you have an advocate with the Father, um, through Jesus or I, I'm paraphrasing, but like yeah, if you have an advocate with um God that He's just full to forgive you of your sins and stuff. Yeah. Because I know like I've listened to Desi talk about it, like the sin of the heart. I still don't understand that because. I feel like you could still sin after you're born again, even though that there is verses to say like, oh, um, what is it? Oh, that if you you still sin, that you're still of the devil or whatever. Right, right, right. I don't know. I still, yeah. like there's verses to like, it's like, it, like, it contradict like kind of like what I believe in because I don't yeah. believe we could be perfect at all. Like in this, in this, this, this earth, whatever. In at, this world. Oh, okay. So you don't think it's possible to reach perfection on Earth? No. Okay. Okay. Interesting. You made some interesting um, points, uh, Manuel, that I want to get into. But first, I want to say yeah. about the uh, conviction. Um, I don't know if you were finished. Were you finished? Yeah, I'm done. Oh, yeah. Okay. The first thing about conviction, um, the way you explain it, and I don't know. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but the way you explain conviction is that. Um, you feel convicted to want to change um, as if, like, what you're doing is wrong. I, to me, that does sound like, it sounds like guilt. 
It sounds as if yeah. like, yeah, you um, th- when you read the Bible, it's making you realize that you're wrong. And then you realize that and you feel that, then it makes you want to change. But that's that's not of God, in my opinion, because God, God's God's um, intention isn't to make you feel guilty or to even put any pressure on you to change. That comes from Satan. So I don't think the conviction in that way is of God, for one. And a lot of people do say that, and they say that, like, you know, the Bible makes me feel convicted, and now I want to change. But you also shouldn't want to change either, meaning, like, put this effort in to try to change yourself because that's ego in the first place. We can't change ourselves. That's a natural process. We can have the heart that desires to want to be better, but to go out our way and study the Bible and make sure we read every day like I used to do is um, an ego stunt. We just want to feel better. And it's not that the Bible is wrong and that the Bible um, is um, a bad book. But what happens is, is that Satan ends up getting involved. And then when we study it, we have this expectation now and the expectation um sits above our heads. So then when we don't reach it, we feel convicted. Like you said, we feel guilty. We feel wrong. We feel like a bad person when that's not God's nature at all. God never's intention is to make us feel like a bad person for one, because he knows who we are. So he's never looking at us as a bad person. And for two, um, when we study it, we act like we have it together, like we know the word because we we may understand a scripture or two, right? And then we right. see everybody else in the world not reading the Bible and not learning like we think they are. Then we use the Bible as a weapon against them. So the the greatest thing that happened to me is when I put the Bible down and I, I stopped reading it. I let it go. Because what happened was, is that I had to start asking God for the answer, seeking God within for the answer and letting the, the voice within make the, um, make the choices for me. Right. And confirm or not, whether it's good or not. And I didn't, I wouldn't, I stopped running to the Bible when I had problems because the Bible is not God. God is God and faith um, requires you to do nothing. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I just don't believe, I don't think the Bible is a bad book. It's okay to read, but we shouldn't study because if you're studying, you're trying to fill a void. And the only you can only fill a void with God's love, and that's not the Bible. So we are the Bible. The Bible comes from us. And those theologians that you're studying you're just studying other people and you can do this if you want. I'm not saying that you got to stop doing it, but I'm just saying be careful because what you're doing is studying other people who are studying people from the Bible. It's still just another form of the Bible because who's to say that their thing is right. Their theology is right. That's why we're supposed to go within and know for ourselves so we don't have to ask a theologian or ask Jesse Lee Peterson or ask, you know, your next man who is just as equal to you and is just learning just like you. You can go within and let that be the answer. 
directly to God, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does, for sure. Because I know um, the Holy Spirit is our teacher. Right. So I, I, definitely, I definitely understand that, for sure. And the crazy thing is, too, is that, and not to be long-winded, but the crazy thing is, too, is that we have too many, I think we have too many outer sources that we run to that keep us from going into the Holy Spirit within. And everybody knows that the Holy Spirit was in Christian. Christians know, right? People know that the Holy Spirit is within, but nobody goes within to find it. We run to all these outer sources, the theologians, the Bible, the Internet. Like, we don't go within and let it be revealed. We want the answer now, now, now. And that's just another pursuit of um, a false god. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We got to put it all down, yeah. stay in the prayer, stay out of our head, and just live life. Make mistakes. And this is a lot of people. A lot of people don't want to do this either, Manuel, is make mistakes. Yeah. You're not a sinner. And you're not wrong. Make mistakes and just learn from the mistakes and just live life and and be free of all this guilt and conviction and all those things. Those are just a setup to make you feel worse about yourself and and tie you tighter to the sins, you know, your your vices. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I definitely do. I appreciate it a lot. Yeah. um, one more question yeah, before yeah, I bro. before I go. Yeah, man. Um, so so the so you don't believe like if people believe in Jesus, they'll be sent to hell and stuff like. No, like, that the, that's that's no? a good question. Only because I stopped. At least I'm I'm trying to stop, but I stopped believing <laughs> in people's words. I stop. I'm I stopped believing in people's words and what they um even what they do. Because people's words and their actions change, right? And they may say they don't believe in God, but they actually might be closer. The uh, They might be a little bit closer than your average Christian. I bet you that, right? Because, you know what I mean? It's because yeah. they're not, they don't have an expectation. They're not trying to be phony to be accepted into heaven. They're just living their life and being themselves, and uh, the wrong, the, the quote unquote wrong and the right, they're just being. And that's a lot closer to God than somebody trying to pretend that they're something that they're not because they don't want to go to hell. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely, definitely do agree with that. Cause I do, I do see like a lot of Christians, like when they read the word, the word is <laughs> <it's> really like, <laughs> it really like, um, Definitely egotistical in a way. Yeah. Like, especially if they read it, like, if I met, like, if I met somebody that read the Bible for, like, 10 years, and they'll try to, like, school me on it, and I just, like, look at them, like, okay, like, yeah. I don't know what to really tell you, in a way, like, I, like, I just believe in Christ, I want to be like Christ, of course, but, yeah, I don't, I, I like, always had that feeling, yeah. like, oh, I should have, you, you should have not used the Bible. Right. But to like, because like I, because I, I try to like explain gospel to people and I want to like, you know, get them or not get them, but to get them at least thinking like about like life in a way. And I want the best for people. But like, yeah, I just got to just let it go. 
Just like let it be. When you do, really quick, uh, Manny, how old are you? 25. 25, okay, right on. But when you do, when you say that you, like, go to people with the Bible or, like, when you go to people and because you, you want to help them, what do you mean by that? Give me an example. You go up to them and say, like, hey, you look like um, you can use a word or, like, what do you do? <laughs> no, I don't I do not do that. Like, <laughs> you, Bible talk. No, I'm kidding. Um, I just, I, um, like, when I talk to people and stuff, I ask them, like, hey, do you, like, believe in God? Like, not, like, we'll conversate for a bit, and then I okay. ask them, like, what do you believe in? Like, do you believe in God? Oh, okay. And then the, some of most people that I talk to, they either say higher power or, you know, all types of things, or I believe in Allah yeah. and the Quran and stuff. Yeah. And um, I, and I just I usually just say, like, because I've read the Quran, too, but, like, that's another story for another day. But yeah. I would tell them, like, like, yeah, you know, like, oh, Jesus, like, I believe in Jesus, and this is, like, why I believe in Jesus. And then I would conversate to them about, like, the world and stuff like how it would the, it, like the world is and i would um we yeah. always say to them like you know if everybody believed in jesus like the world wouldn't be what it is because christianity tells us to repent and it, like tell us that we just gotta let go obviously repent of our sins trust in jesus trust and have faith in jesus and and god of course yeah and just like let go just let it yeah. be yeah. But I feel like sometimes, like you said, like I just like read the Bible to fill a void or study like too much and I just like get too much into it and it just confuses me or I just like, like I just have fear to go to hell as well. Because I feel like um, what yeah. I like my vices and stuff I, I do, like yeah. I felt like I feel like it'll send me to hell. Like if oh, I didn't, that's like if a, interesting. You know? Interesting point. Um, so. Two two quick things, and then I have to, I got to get to some other calls. But I appreciate the call. Yeah, for sure. But the first thing yeah, is that sure. are you saying all this to people when when the conversation comes up? Like, is all this come out to them? Like, as you're telling them what they believe in and how they should believe different, is that is that what you tell them? Uh, about like repentance and yeah, you stuff? Get, you you tell like everything you just told me. Do you tell that to people? Um, like. Probably like a few people because at one point I was talking about like um, like what God really wants, which is the heart. Yeah. But like ever since I've been watching a lot of Christian content, they should they just tell, they just tell me at least that I should tell them to repent, and I would be like another show like biblical because I follow a lot of Christians that just are about the Bible. Yeah. Like if it's not in the Bible, they're not gonna do like they're not gonna just do it. They follow the Bible strictly. And they and whatever is not in the Bible, they're not going to do. Uh, I so see. Like I, you know, I, so see. I just I follow people like that. So uh, okay, like, interesting. Well, to, to yeah, I would just um, and I don't know if you're doing this or not. So I'm not trying to. I'm not saying that you are doing this, but yeah. I would just uh, keep it light when when talking to people about the Bible, especially if like the conversation gets too into that. Because, um, or especially if they're not like a believer and it's not like fellowship, because then it be, it becomes like, it does turn into Bible thumping and, and it turns into imposing on people. And I don't know if you're doing that or yeah. not, but um, I, I do my best to just try to keep it light and like say a couple things here and there about it. But if they're not into it, I just keep it moving because um, that's just not uh, mine and that person's connection. And we don't have to try to make it that. But the second thing you said was... Um, gotcha. 
the second thing you said was um, the fear of going to to hell, right? Yeah. And that's so interesting. And I'm, I'm, what I'm have to do is um, I'm gonna, um, I have to move on. I'm gonna answer exactly yeah. what you just said right there. So stay, uh, stay on the uh, the line. I believe that's how it works. I don't know, but I'm gonna hang yeah. up with you and just listen, <laughs> and I'm gonna answer that too because I'm, I'm running out of time right. here. So. No, for sure. For sure. All, All right. right. Thanks, Emmanuel. Call me again. Uh, for sure. He's black. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. All right. All right, man. Bye. Okay. Um, man, I, I'm trying to rush here. Um, but there's no such thing also as um, the fear of, like, going to hell because, dang, I didn't get to no clips. I didn't, Lord, have mercy, one hour. Anyway. The fear of um, going to hell is not a thing because um, there's nothing that you and I can do to either make ourselves go or not go. Because if you try to make yourself not go to hell, you're just doing that for yourself. You're just trying to do the good, the right thing just so you can save yourself from going to hell. What the? That's not serving nobody. That's not serving God. That's not doing it because you love God. You're just doing it because you want to save yourself from what you believe to be as bad hell. It's another ego thing, right? You're supposed to just live. Don't let that be your, your option. It's enough to know that you want God to uh, move in your life and, and change your life. That's it. That you can't avoid going to hell. If you're going... For one, that doesn't exist, and we need to stop thinking about that. And there's people that I talk to that think about that as well, too, is they're afraid of the hell, and that's another thing that came from the Bible, to make you believe that you're a bad person for uh, being a, a human being that's learning on the way. Just do your best to do what's right, and if you make a mistake, then be honest about that mistake. Don't be in denial about it. And you're going to heaven. You do those things, you're going to heaven. I don't really know, but it makes sense to me. Uh, Rick, I got to give you one minute, and then um, I got to end the show. Welcome to the show, Rick. You're on the air. What's up, Joel? How you doing, my brother? How's it going, Rick? You got one minute. I'm going. Well, I'll tell you. You know why people... Why... Well, I believe people hate Jesus so much for, because people like people. To me, in my opinion, they love confusion. They love confusion. I can give you a quick example, yeah. right quick. Yeah. Let's say like if a, if a married couple is at at the job, and they just and they go in the parking, they out there fight. Man, you ought to see how many people run out there with their cell phones and start recording. They just like tearing them on and stuff. But the next couple of days, they come back. Hey, the John Doe's decide to work their marriage out, y'all. Isn't y'all excited? Everybody's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but I just think people just love confusion. Interesting. You know? And confusion. You know, even... Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Finish your point. Even in politics, um, most of you always see the, the Democrats always hurling insults, calling, you know, conservatives, idiots, racists. Most of the insults come from you. Know, and most of the time when insults come from the Republicans, they mostly play in defense. You hardly ever hear... Conservative call a um, Democrat politician or idiot unless they just been sort of provoked. But for the most part, right. 
And thoughts come from Democrats. They really do. I agree with that. Oh, I agree. You know, I I appreciate it. I got to run. I'm going to answer that hey. the best that I can really quick. Okay. Yeah, sorry I had to cut you off, but I got to end here. Okay, Joel, love you, brother, man. Be looking for you for next Tuesday. All right, man. Thank you. I appreciate it, Rick. Have a good one. You too. Amazing. I got to end the show. Um, Man, I wanted to comment on the confusion thing, but I got to end the the show. Um, But I appreciate you guys for watching. Y'all are amazing. Instagram, uh, y'all are amazing. YouTube, y'all are amazing. Follow me across the board, Joel Friday TV and The Gifted of Dance. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel because we're posting more and more and more and more often. We got some stuff coming. Also, follow the JLP Radio Network. Uh, we post often about all the people on the, the whole network and the whole channel as well and their highlight from their shows. You don't want to miss it. You want to make sure you subscribe because ain't nobody talking like we're talking. We're coming. We're coming with it. So make sure you guys tune in and make sure you guys subscribe. Joel Friday TV podcast. And let me know if my background is good that it's moving or it's not or I should go back to the flat one. Anyway, I got to go. Until next time. Bye.